can I get down so I can I like the way you work it. No the spotlight is on our athletes on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us for the Athlete Spotlight with David Riley and Princess Cooper. We love promoting the student-athlete performing in the classroom and on the field in court. We get the latest from those competing, succeeding, and moving up the recruiting ladder. No scrubs on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening. Uh, Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, the Athlete Spotlight with host uh, David Riley and Princess Cooper. Actually, I'm Kevin Walker. I'm filling in for Princess Cooper tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have a uh, we have a young lady tonight that we're, um, we're going to have big things going on right now. Eighth grader Addie Hartz uh, from uh, CC Griffith, North Carolina. I'm going to have her and her parents on, and we're going to uh, you know dive into it, see what, what motivates her, what gets her going, uh, everything, and uh, we, you know her plans are for the future as well. Uh, so that being said, uh, I'll turn it over to you, Coach, and we'll wait for uh, for Addie and her parents to uh, to come on. I'll bring them on soon. I'll bring them in as soon as they come on. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, people realize. Sometimes I don't know if they realize they they need to call in. <laughs> So, like a few times, uh, waited on me to call them. So, you know, if you you got something to kind of talk about, let me let me see if I can get them going. Sure thing, coach. Sure thing. Um, you know, right now, you know, we have the, uh, you know, we have tonight's game right right now between the uh, the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, this should be a very interesting game, uh, to, to say the least. You know, the Dallas Cowboys always seems to beat up on the lesser teams uh, right now. So uh, Seattle's by far not the not a lesser team, not the caliber of, a cow, of the Washington Commanders. We've seen the Cowboys beat up on last week, and, and prior to that they've beaten up on the Giants, the Jets, um, uh, teams of that nature. But I think it's going to be an interesting game. I do think the Cowboys will win the game. But I think it's, the Seahawks are not going to make it easy for uh, for the Cowboys. Um, a lot of talk about Dak Prescott being a, a legitimate uh, MVP candidate. You know, um, not a Dallas Cowboy fan, but I have to say that uh, Dak is uh, putting up some tremendous numbers. Uh, but if you look at the teams that he's played, um, you know, he you know, it's not hard to do that. Um, but at the same time, when you look at it, you know, if you're an elite quarterback or if you're an elite team or a Super Bowl contending team, you have to say, okay, well, these are the type of teams that they have to beat up on. They're supposed to beat up on this, on these teams. But at the same time, you have to beat the uh, the upper echelon teams as well, such as the 49ers. They got blown out by the 49ers early in the year. And then there are their close one that they, uh, a lot of people saying that they had the opportunity to win that game but and Dak outplayed Jalen Hurts against the Eagles. But the uh, they couldn't get it done, and a lot of people. That's why a lot of people aren't believing in Dak and aren't believing in the Cowboys, you know, until they can have a quality win uh, right now. So that's what we're waiting for. I mean, tonight they beat to see they beat Seattle. I'm going to say they have to blow them out uh, in order to be really considered because again, Seattle's a team was right in the playoff hunt uh, as well. They're a team with a winning record, and we, you know, Cowboys haven't beaten a team with a winning record all season. Uh, so we'll see, you know, what type of performance Dak and the Cowboys have tonight. 
hopefully they don't get upset, um, you know, by the Seahawks team because the Seahawks team is always going to give you, you know, their best. Um, you know, Geno Smith, um, he plays, you know, a really good ball, you know, with Pete Carroll and that that defense. Um, it's not the Legion of Doom, the Legion of Boom, as it used to be back in the day, but um, they, they will make it difficult for you. So you have to bring your A game and your lunchbox each and every time you play with the, uh, you know, play the Seahawks uh, tonight. So we're, we're definitely going to see uh, a really good game. I'm looking forward, looking forward to it. Usually Thursday night games are those games that put you to sleep early because uh, there's not a lot of offense, but I think we're going to see uh, a lot of offense uh, tonight. And I, I really want to see what that, that Dallas Cowboys defense looks like against you know, DK Metcalf and, and uh, Kevin, Lock, uh, Kevin Lockett and uh, that running game, <clears throat> excuse me, and Geno Smith uh, as well. I think Geno Smith is one of the most underrated quarterbacks uh, in the league at this time. But, um, again, it's going to be a really interesting game for sure. I think it's going to – you know, the Seahawks can pose a matchup problem for the Cowboys. But I do think Dak and the, and, and the Cowboys uh, get it done uh, tonight uh, for sure. So, um, with that being said, let's, let's bring back in Coach uh, Coach Riley, David Riley. You there? Hey, Okay, Kate. Well, um, I, I just sent a text out. Hopefully, we got okay. somebody. Okay. Yeah, Coach. So, uh, you know, um, your, your thoughts, Coach, while we're waiting um, for them to come on. I, I, I didn't get a chance to hear any of your um, any of your shows this week, but um, your thoughts on the top four in uh, in the college football and and FSU being at number four. Uh, what's your, your thoughts and opinions on that, Coach? Well, of course, like we all know, and as Tim's favorite line is, to, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. So mm-hmm. as of right now, Georgia is, you know, of course, number one. Uh, Michigan beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really I really felt that I thought this might have been the year for Ohio State, but yeah. that's how much I know. Uh, <laughs> Washington, Washington, you know, is uh, playing – okay, they're not playing like they started off, you know, beginning of the year and stuff like that. And I'm sure everybody's playing them tough because when you're undefeated, you know, that the target gets larger. Yeah, so sir. everybody's yes, giving them that best game. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as Florida State, it's, <laughs> it's going to be rough for them, man. Cause <laughs> I, I hate to say it because, you know, I, I don't know how the committee is doing it. But yeah. the shame of it is, man, because without that quarterback, really, how good is Florida State? You know, we don't, we definitely don't want a, a Georgia and, and, and TCU game again. <laughs> it may not be that competitive, coach, with this team. Oh, dang. <laughs> I just even with George Travis, uh, coach, I, I just can't see you know FSU being there. I get it; they're undefeated, um, you know. But if I don't know what the committee's looking at either, I don't know if they're looking at the eye test or if they're looking at the uh, the resume. But either way, um, coach, either way, uh, if they don't pass either one of them, uh, in, in my personal opinion, you know, their resume, they play in the ACC, they you know they play some you know those teams. Other than Louisville, you know, you really aren't talking about. 
you know, you know those teams in that conference, especially maybe a Clemson, but Clemson isn't the Clemson that we're used to seeing. You know, we're just not used to seeing, you know, the, those guys in the in the national championship hunt. You know, that's not the same Clemson. Louisville, I know they got Louisville this week in the ACC championship, and and you know Louisville could. I don't want to call it an upset, but <laughs> they could beat them. Louisville very well right. could beat them. But let's say F- FSU does beat them. I don't want to see them in, in their coach. And a lot of them, if they beat, if Louisville beats, if, if FSU beats Louisville coach, there's no way you're going to take them out of the top four. And I just don't want to, it's just going to be like a, a pit bull well, fight in a chihuahua. Look, I, I, I think Tim, Tim, Tim thinks they're going to take them out anyway. But anyway, I'm, I'm like you, I'm like you, K-World. If they, if they finish in, uh, you know, undefeated, Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go with it, man. I let you know. Hey, the thing is, you know, it could be Alabama could beat Georgia. Uh, we know Oregon yeah. can beat Washington, right? So, but you know, in the Michigan and Iowa game, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I, I one thing we know, Iowa know how to know how to play defense. Yeah, for sure. The, for the sure. offense is always suspect. Yeah. So yeah, coach. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so is there any numbers that look like uh yeah, we got uh, zero three nine nine coach. Um, I'm not sure that it's I'll bring them in, I'll open up the mic coach. So um uh good evening. Uh, yes, hi. Sorry I was out in the shop cleaning, had the radio up, I didn't hear my phone. <laughs> Go ahead, Coach. Who, who do we have here? Yeah. Mike Hartz. Mike, okay, good, man. I've been, I've been dialing numbers trying to get you guys in. Uh, is uh, Addison, is she is she ready to go? Yeah, she, like I said, I was out in the shop. I just walked in. We're all here. Okay, all right. I'm on the uh, phone. You might need more than, do we need more than one phone on the line or just no, one? No, that's fine. You can, you can uh, pass it along to each other because I got, I have sure, questions yeah. for each, each one of you. Sure, yeah. Um, you okay. want me to put you on speaker? Hopefully it won't have a backlash, but uh, uh, if it does, let me know. I'll put you on speaker so they can hear as well, and then um, we'll go from there. Or I won't. It's up to you. You tell me. Okay. Let, let's try it, and then if uh, Coach Walker says is uh, he's getting a backlash, then we'll, we'll take it off. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's on speaker now. Okay, uh, Addison, uh, first of all, you know, thanks for being on the show. And uh, the question that I want to ask you is, uh, do you play any other sport than softball? Not really. I was going to play volleyball for school in the spring, but outside of school, I really just play softball. Okay. And, and, uh what got you interested in softball? Well, my brother always played, like, baseball for rec ball, and I played t-ball and, like, moved into coach pitch and stuff. And I kind of quit for a while because I didn't really do it for myself. I felt like I was doing it for my mom. <laughs> and then I um, <laughs> picked back up, and one of my distant cousins was um, – Played for the 2019 Rowan Little League team. Um, okay. 
that kind of inspired me, and I got to play Little League, but we didn't get to go this summer. Okay. Uh, now, uh, for the listener, what what positions or positions are you playing in softball? I work on pitching a lot, but when I don't pitch, I normally play outfield. But I can pretty much play anywhere, but primarily pitcher and outfield. Okay. Let me bring uh, mom and dad in. Uh, uh, mom, up first. Now, how does uh, Addison manage your uh, academics? Uh, Addison is an excellent student. Uh, she's always been on top of um, all of her things. I've never had to really harp on her like I did her brother. She's absolutely a dream. If I had to, had to go through the um, COVID years with her brother, that would have been another story. But she's an excellent student. Addison is um, a straight-A student. She enjoys school for the most part. Okay. Uh, Dad, how do, how, how do you manage your athletics? How do you manage for athletics? Well, I build a field here at my house, full-size field with backstops and pitch machines and batting cages and all that good stuff. So I tried to make it as easy as I can. We stay on some sort of schedule uh, for the most part. Um, she works catching and uh, pitching, so that takes a tremendous amount of extra work outside of practices and that sort of thing. So um, as far as managing, I don't really manage. You know, they're still kids. You know, they're 11, 12, 13. And so you just kind of try to get the work in and try to have some fun along the way. It hasn't always been that way. Sometimes, you know, as parents will get a little hyped up about it and forget they're just kids. Okay, do, a lot of times do the the team will they come over and and, and practice at your field? Yeah, we have a full field, so we have practice twice a week, and then we have lessons here, and then we have girls that come by and they're free time and working the batting cage with the pitching machine, and um, so yeah, we've got an older team that plays here as well. Uh, we started our own little organization called the Harrisburg Heat a few years ago, and. Uh, was pretty successful this spring and summer. Uh, as the girls transitioned into 14U softball, a little bit of pressure to get with a nationally branded comp- um, organization, so we transitioned our organization into the Mojo out of Tennessee, and uh, so that's we've had a few tournaments with them so far, and you know, see how that goes. To Addison, let me uh, have another question for Addison. Addison, how do you manage your athletics and your academics? Because we know sports can take up a lot of your time. Yeah, um, I try to get my schoolwork done most time efficient that I can. Sometimes I, you know, get home, get on my phone, don't really do my schoolwork like I should, but I still get it done. Um, I feel like I spend more time softball, like 
practice and lessons and stuff than I do with my schoolwork, but I, at the end of the day, still get it done most of the time late at night, but part of it. Okay. Uh, you said uh, in your little bio that University of Tennessee is where you would like to go. What What makes you want to play for the University of Tennessee? Well, I kind of this year, well, yeah, earlier this year when they got to go to the Women's College World Series, I saw them on there and I was kind of like, because before that I wanted to go to Florida and that was just not really a school thing. It was just like Florida and I really like enjoyed Florida outside of school. And then I was like getting a little older and thinking about like where I'd end up. I was just thinking how like I really wouldn't want to be that far away um, and Tennessee is only about four hours, which is still a good ways, but it's not as bad as 10. Um, and also, my aunt is really uh, is a CEO at a hospital. I was talking to her one day, and I was, like, thinking about what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I just – I feel like I want to be some type of nurse and a trauma nurse, kind of just like people that work in the ER. Like, uh-huh. it – in me because I feel like I have like a good stomach if that makes any sense like gross stuff isn't really that gross <laughs> to me if that makes any sense <laughs> it, makes, like, it, makes, it makes plenty of sense it does now yeah and I but, go ahead I looked up I looked up on the university's website if they had a good program on that and they're like one of the top 10 or 20 in the country for nursing programs and so that was also something that interested me. Okay, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, Addison, one, uh, one good thing about tonight is that the other, my other co-host is a princess, and she went to the University of Florida, and the blessing is that she's not online because she would be convincing you to go to the University of Florida. So we're being blessed tonight to not have – Florida on here, and, 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 and but K World is a Florida fan too, but we, we won't hold that against them. But anyway, uh, what ritual do you have a ritual before your your softball game? Is there anything that you kind of have to do? Bojangles. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I really do like Bojangles. I normally try to get it before every tournament. Um, but I normally, uh, we always pray with our team. We always pray before the game. Um, we pray, we do a little cross with the dirt on the bag. And then one of my other friends gets the chalk from the line and puts it on there and calls the pixie dust. It's always the same people we do, go, we do with who prays in the same order every tournament. And then we pray over our bats so to make sure we can hit the ball and then we kick our bats to make sure they're awake and then we sing a little song if we <laughs> get up early in the morning and have our early tournament. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm coming back to uh, mom and dad because uh, we don't want to really run out of time. So, mom, yeah. what advice would you give to another parent who is probably going through this same process? Um, to have grace um, with their child and um, just I don't know, uh, maybe just continue to uh, help their child to 
see their potential. Uh, okay. Uh, Dad, a lot of, lot of uh, parents that I've talked to, you know, they're talking about AAU versus high school, uh, middle school sports. Your, your feelings on that? Most of your organizational travel ball, AAU, um, whatever you want to call it, tends to be more competitive because you can take multiple girls from multiple states or multiple schools. So um, it's much more competitive. I think that it's a shame because school sports um, allow you to play with in your school with your teachers and your friends and uh, it's it's a pretty decent experience we we still played middle school ball this year um, i thought it was important even though the level of play is somewhat diminished versus what we do in travel ball but um, i think both are fine I, I think you get to play and and it allows the higher level athletes to relax a little bit um, and, and enjoy it for what it is as opposed to the tournament seems to be that it's not necessarily the dads or the moms, but the the, the athletes themselves put a lot of pressure on themselves in the the tournaments. And all we really want to do is get better every tournament, you know, wins and losses are going to happen. But so I I think, I think honestly, both are important. I think it's helps round out the athlete, honestly. Okay. Uh, Addison, uh, the same question. My question to you is just, Hey, you know, you got other young ladies listening to the show. What advice would you give them about your process? Um, I feel like one thing that I really struggle with is my attitude because sometimes it would get my, like, it would get the best of me. Um, but other than, like, trying to stay control of your emotions and everything, um, you know, have respect for your coaches because sometimes we all slip up in that respect and also try your best to work, like, outside of practice because um, it will really help you and um, pull for all the people around you because sometimes they can get gone too soon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring K-World in, uh, ask you a couple of questions before we end the show. Uh, K-World? Yes, great, great stuff, Coach. Um, and Addie and, and, and Mom and Dad, um, great stuff to hear. Um, I'm, you know, was, uh, my eyes popped open when you said that you, uh, you were thinking about going to Florida, but then you said you wanted to go to Tennessee. But that's okay. That's okay. That's not a bad choice. <laughs> Tennessee definitely in the top ten, so it's, it's not a bad school to go to uh, by any stretch. And I love that you have the field right there accessible to you. But my question is, I know you said you pitched and you, uh, you also play the outfield. Are you, are you right-handed? Are you lefty? Um, which way do you go there? Um, I'm a righty, um, right righty, bat, like in the field. I don't really do anything with my left hand but eat just so I don't cut my okay. fingers. In my face. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, what athletes do you do you look up to? What softball, other softball players, whether it be, you know, people you play with, play against, or maybe someone that's in high school right now, I know you're in eighth grade, someone in high school or possibly college, who who sticks out to you, who do you like to patent your game after? Um, 
when I was really rooting for Florida, Elizabeth Hightower was okay. their pitcher, I think, last year and, like, the previous years. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure last year was her COVID year. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of looked up to her. She was always really, uh, it, like, fascinating, like, to watch her pitch. And last year when um, – I'm going to mess up her first name, but Canada uh, that played for Stanford, she okay. threw a really good ride. And I had been struggling a lot with my rise ball, like, before that, and I watched her pitch, and I felt like I kind of, like, understood the importance of it. Um, but Jocelyn Allo, uh, for hitting, she's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, this was from mom and dad. Um, who's the who's the bigger, I, I don't want to call it a heckler, but who's harder on the umpires? I um, mean, you know, when she's, when she's, when Addie's pitching, you know, who's yelling and saying you're squeezing, you know, you're squeezing the zone and when she's at the bat, you're widening the zone. Who's more to be heard when that's happening, mom or dad? <laughs> um. I would say I, I'm probably worse. I, I sit closer a lot of times. Um, uh, I do our live stream, but honestly, Mike's probably more vocal. I'll, I'll just he'll he'll go. I just hold him accountable. He holds them accountable. He says. I'm vocal too. He he has more words to say about it, but I'm never blitzed. No, no, I just say you have more words to say. <laughs> I, I like the way you put it. You hold them accountable. That's a, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> you know, I say when you and I'll tell them I'm right there. So when you establish a zone, you got to stay with it, where right. regardless of where it is. So and I've I don't they don't ever get mad at me. You know, I'll mm-hmm. I'll fuss at my catcher for not putting the ball in the zone. I'll fuss at an umpire when he's giving low balls and all of a sudden they're not strikes anymore and. You know, it's uh, hugely constructive. I've only been asked to be quiet a couple times. <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> nice, Robert. Hey, 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 Dad, you, Dad, you never told me that this summer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bad. I really aren't. I'm not. I, and I've, I've had umpires come after the game, and, you know, I, I'm the opposite. When When you have a dominant umpire that controls the game, and it's consistent whether they make mistakes or not because they all do. They're not perfect. I'll be the first out there to go, man, hey, great game. You you know, it's nice to, and refreshing to see an umpire behind the plate control the game, stay consistent, and, and when they do, you don't have a lot of baloney that goes on, you know. Right. And um, I, I think when the umpires start trying to engage with the parents and listen to the parents, that's when everything comes off the rails. And I think, you know, the sport in general is in need of some umpires. And um, the younger guys, just they just don't have thick enough skin to be umpires. And, you know, they take it personal. And, you know, it, it's there's it just it needs to change. I mean, parents need to back up and be quiet and allow them to make mistakes. And at the same time, the umpires need to be willing to get it right for the girls. You know, and that's, you know... It is what it is. You're going to have great umpires and you're going to have bad umpires and you're going to have great coaches. You're going to have bad coaches. You're going to have loud parents. You're going to have quiet parents. So, <laughs> so all in all, it's been a good experience. I think in the five years we've been playing, I can only think of two umpires that, you know, when I see that we have them, it's just I go hide in the corner because you know something uh, bad is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good stuff. Thanks, thanks, Dad, for that insight. All right, Coach, I'll turn it back over to you. 
right, real real quickly, uh, when does uh, Addison, when, when does everything start back up? When, when do you start traveling again? Um, we start tournaments early March, um, but I stay working over the winter, but we don't really have as many practices through end of November and December, and then we kind of start practicing again as a team um, around February. January, February, somewhere in there. But other than that, I try my best work out and pitch and hit, you know, stay with it, don't lose skills. Uh, but we do have team workouts indoors, like with weights and everything, uh, at UNC Charlotte. One of our um, parents on the team works there as an athletic trainer. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I just want to let you guys know that uh, the co-host Princess is uh, she's down. I think she might have the flu. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but she's sick. But she's not too sick where she's texting me saying she needs to go to Florida. <laughs> okay, so we, 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 we're going to blame that part of it on her illness, that her being sick right now. So, But anyway, long story short, hey, the Hearts family, hey, it was a pleasure having you guys on. We're going to yes. keep up with it, and hopefully we can do this again. Thank you for having us. Yes, good luck with everything. Um, thank you. We have a... Oh, we were just going to invite you to watch us on YouTube. Um, shortly. Oh, really? It's, uh, yeah, Harrisburg Heat 2010 on YouTube, and we have you know, our live stream up there, but we have several games already, you know, posted. Okay. Harrisburg Heat. I, I okay. appreciate that. Yeah. And I hopefully, hopefully our princess didn't hear this because I'm sure she's calling Florida, telling them to go online and look at you on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Her feelings wouldn't be hurt if they invited her to come play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we gonna have to get a hey, hey, Dad. You gotta give us the schedule. Hopefully, we can get out there and see a game or so. That'd be awesome. We'll be we'll be traveling a little bit more this year. We're um, on to a uh, as a national team this year, so we got more more. You know, we went to we went to we traveled a good bit this year, but. We've got more national events this year than had been in the past. Nice. Okay, and uh, again, as before we go, I'm getting text. She said I, I would send Tim Dalton your link, so whatever that means. So. <laughs> Look for 33. 33. There you go. All right, K. World, take us out. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Mom, Dad, and Addie. And, and uh, again, it was an absolute pleasure. Best of luck with everything um, going forward on your choice of school and the tournaments, uh, for sure. All right, so um, that's all the time that we have, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, the Athlete Spotlight uh, with uh, David Riley and myself, Kevin Walker. Again, now we uh, recognize Addie Hart's uh, eighth grader softball player from C.C. Griffith in uh, North Carolina. Again, best of luck to you guys and then family, uh, for sure. All right, for uh, David Riley, I'm Kevin Walker, and God willing, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for having us. Tether we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the 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 sucker. Tether off
more for 